1: Anything? All right, let's rock and roll. Amber, how do we play? Is this anything?
0: I am going to run some stories by you. You will break down all of the information and give us all the verdict. Is the story anything or not? Is this anything? A Virginia woman received more than 100 Amazon packages Whoa. that she never ordered including headlamps, glue guns, binoculars, and more. Okay. Here she is talking about dealing with the massive amount of packages. It's a
1: lot of packages. I didn't order them. A lot of people told me I was weird. You know, I would drive around with headlamps and glue guns in the car. I gave them to everybody. I met all my neighbors who got glue guns or headlamps. I mean, I gave them to dog shelters, to um, veterinary clinics. I went to Burger King one day. I'm like, I have a gift for you. Uh, So I'm assuming she didn't have to pay for any of this stuff. It just showed up randomly on a doorstep. A hundred Amazon packages? What am I going to do with 50 glue guns? (laughs) I know what this is. I I think... Here's what this is. Would you have... It's called a mass dump. (laughs) I take them every morning. Um, No, no. The mass dump of any sort of prod... It's sort of a fraud, like a scam, where an overseas seller... Uh, ships all of their products to a random address because it's easier and cheaper than correctly removing the product from an Amazon warehouse. So, in other words, if an overseas seller is selling all cheap binoculars and glue guns and they either go out of business or it's not selling well or they go to a different retailer or whatever, it costs more for them to remove it from Amazon's inventory. So they'll just they'll just ship it to some random address, and it's a it's it's you know however many times cheaper, a hundred times cheaper. So
0: somebody that didn't order any
1: of this, and they crap get it all
0: for free. Just get
1: it for free. Yeah, exactly. They don't. I mean, it doesn't. Like some of these places, like like my wife ordered something like a big table or a big giant fancy clock or something like that, and it looks like it costs a lot of money, right? And it did probably, but it didn't work. And so you would think, okay, well, we're going to have to go through the routine of having to box it back up and take the UPS and send it, printing out. They're going to send us a label to print it out. And so my wife called them and they just sent us another one. They didn't ask if, you know, she just said, hey, this, this thing's not working. It's cheaper for them just to send us another one and then to mess with, um, you know, returning a, a defective product and them dealing with it. I kind of a, I check. want to be one
0: of those destinations where they just drop stuff. Uh, off. Yeah. I don't know. How can
1: You can sign up. Right. <laughs> Did I ever
0: tell you the uh, grandfather clock story? You mentioned clocks earlier and it got me thinking. I was working at the casino in Shelbyville and during the weekends, we would have these big, elaborate giveaways out on the casino floor, right? We'd decorate a stage. You know, I DJ, we'd be on the microphone sure. and kind of things. Well, there was one instance where we needed a big grandfather clock, right? It was kind of like, a, you know, throwing back the arrows kind of thing. Okay. And I was tasked with finding decorations for grandfather clocks. So I go into Google on my officially issued casino computer and I type in grandfather clocks. I forgot the L. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: hit search. Lot of stuff came up. There's no sort of firewall there at the casino that wouldn't, because I have a feeling we typed that in here at Radio 1 that wouldn't let you go to the... (laughs) Boy, I got a lot of stuff real fast that I wasn't looking for. Did you you get an email from HR?
0: I had to quickly tell my boss what I was looking for. And then I had to go to IT and explain. And I don't think the IT people
1: believed yeah, me. all right. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, who
0: looks for a grandfather clock?
1: <laughs> so uh, it always brings back some no, sour that's, memories. That's incredible. That is incredible.
0: Is this anything? A recent report <laughs> said clubs are struggling because Gen Z doesn't drink very much alcohol. This TikToker has an interesting take on both of these things. Theories. Actually, a lot of us are still drinking. just not at the club. Now, I can't speak for other cities, but in New York and the Bay Area, clubs are literally charging twenty dollars for a tiny drink that tastes like gasoline, and that doesn't even include tip because you know I'm going to tip. Ideally, I'd like to buy a drink about once an hour. So let's say I go out for an average of three hours. That's like seventy dollars just to go out and drink, aka like a week of groceries. So at least for me and my friends, not that we're not drinking, it's that we're pre-gaming like nobody's business because we're economical women.
1: I'm going to have to. Just tune out the fact that she's talking like a typical TikToker. Like, we, we go out early for pre-gaming. It costs $20 when we drink in New York. I can't speak for other cities, but, but we used to do the same thing. Right. Me and my buddies started, you know, we start on a typical Saturday in my 20s, start drinking at three yeah. on the golf course, and then go till, and did not go out until 10 o'clock. Right. And you then, played
0: drinking games before you went out yeah, to course. do the drinking.
1: Of course. So this is nothing new. Uh, and I'm surprised I actually agree with this person that talks like this.
0: I hate Voice. TikTok. <laughs> God almighty, do I hate with TikTok. It. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.